0: Welcome once again to the Lucky Mojo Root Rootwork Hour brought to you by the Lucky Mojo Curio Company in Forestville, California and online at luckymojo.com. I'm your announcer, Evan Lionheart of evanlionheart.com in New Jersey. And in just a moment, we'll be joined by our co-hosts, Catherine Ironwood of luckymojo.com in Forestville, California, conjurman of Consulting.com in Mission Viejo, California, and this week's very special guest, Lady Muse from the House of Self-Empowerment, bringing us the topic of opening the roads to success. They will take your calls and offer advice to address, ameliorate, and remediate your questions and problems about love, money, career, and spiritual protection using traditional African-American folk magic practices of hoodoo, conjure, or root work as divined and prescribed by the greatest spiritual hoodooists of our time. You can learn a lot just by listening. But if you're selected from among those who signed up at the Lucky Mojo Forum at forum.luckymojo.com, and Colton to the show, then you'll be on the air and receive a free consultation. We'll be going to the phones in just a moment, but first, let's catch up with our co-hosts, Katherine Ironwood and
1: Conjurman. Ms. Kat? Hi. Nice to hear your sweet hey, voice, lady. Evan.
2: You know, I was Likewise. just listening to
1: that music as it started playing. And I realized a lot of people have joined us over the years who don't even know what that music is. That's the Jug Band Waltz by the Memphis Jug Band. We always announce that. But who were the Memphis Jug Band, and what were they doing in Memphis, and why were they why were they who they were? They were a, a group of people with Will Shade as their leader and um, Charlie Bursey singing harmony and so forth. This is an instrumental by them. They played for free. In a park called Handy Park in Memphis, but there was a double entendre to their name. They also sold moonshine during Prohibition, and the bu- jugs were hidden in the shrubbery at Handy Park. And they'd play, and people would come out for the free concert, you know, hear the jug band play. And then they'd go and back where the where they uh, their helpers were selling the jugs of moonshine. So they were in two different ways the Memphis jug band. I thought I ought to mention that about every 10 years and uh, bring people up to date on what that music is and who those people are. Um, so, yeah, I like them a lot. Well, things here have been cooking. Uh, we've been working real hard. Um, i just got Tier 3 Patreon uh pages off, two pages this time, one on categorizing cards. What's the difference between a postcard, an arcade card, a cigarette card, uh, uh, you name it. And I got all that written out. And then we did a set of cards. These are cigarette cards on how to learn palmistry. And Mm. uh, it was kind of nice. They're the major drapkin Palmistry Cards from 1927. And I really have to give a big thank you to Nagashiva because there's 25 cards front and back. That is 50 scans that he did. And uh, they will be available to the public next year. But if you want to get in all this stuff, just just go to patreon.com and look for It's All Ephemera with Catherine Ironwood. And you can have these pages a year ahead of everybody else and know that you're also helping Nagashiva and I put up pages that we wouldn't be able to afford to spend the time on otherwise because it takes a lot of time to do 50 scans as you may know. So that's what I've been doing and um and thanks to Evan for sending out he's my helper with Patreon sending everything out to everybody and uh, so we're we're hard at work on that. In other news, um we've been working on the next Hoodoo Heritage Festival. So, you know, the last one was virtual, and people were really happy with it. They really liked it. They thought it was just a, a wonderful way to go. So, we're doing the festival again, virtually this time in September, and we're going to give you a bit more information about it during the course of this show. But we had a air. AISC board meeting this morning, and we talked about our plans for the show, how it's going to be, and who's doing what. We got everything kind of lined up. We have pretty much the entire lineup of presenters. We have um, not got the tickets on sale yet, so you can wait a little bit on that. We're going to have the website up by April 1st, and the tickets will go on sale May 1st, so start saving your shekels now, as Stanley used to say, and um, and uh, you'll be able to get your tickets and get to that virtual Hoodoo Heritage Festival. Everybody here that's on the show today, Nagashiva excluded, I guess, is going to be part of this festival. Well, he'll help me, you know. He always I couldn't do anything I do without him. But Evan is going to be presenting on astrology and. Uh, Conjure Man is going to be presenting Protection Spells, and I'm going to be presenting a couple of books. One is Down Home Sex Magic, and the other is kind of a co-presentation with Dr. Jeremy Weiss on uh, a reprint of a real old hoodoo book, real old one, called Terrors of the Evil Eye Exposed by Henri Gamache from the 1940s, and we're going to do one of our little puff and fluffs and recreation of that book. And um, Lady Muse is going to be also presenting at the Hoodoo Heritage Festival. And so we, we it's going to be a, a, a lot of us. We're working hard. Oh, and Lady Muse is on the committee. i got to say that. Lady Muse is on the committee that's putting this year's festival together. So she's doing double duty, both as a presenter and as an organizer and coordinator. So that's my news. Been working hard. And... Um, if you follow me on Facebook, you'll find out all of what I'm doing. So just uh, check into my Facebook pages. I have two of them, a profile and a public page. And, um, oh, yeah, and Shiva in the corner said, a.k.a. Anne Flightman. Oh, yeah, Anne Flightman, Henri Gamache, the famous Henri Gamache. Mm-hmm. is actually a woman named Anne Um And there's a, we'll be putting in a little biography of her this time. I've mentioned this. In several other books, this is Ann Fleitman. This is Ann Fleitman. But now we're going to actually do a little story about Ann Fleitman in presenting "Terrors of the Evil I Exposed." All right. Well, how are you today, Conjureman?
3: I am doing very well. Uh, busy as usual. Um, I just uh, there was a bit of a high demand for readings next month for some reason, and so I opened up some new slots. I'm all I was all booked like a week ago, just completely all booked. But I got a bunch of emails. Please, 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 can you open up some readings? Can you open up some new slots? So I've added in, I've squeezed in a couple more readings. There's a couple slots open for April. So anyone who's interested and you're listening to the sound of my voice, they are now available, as I promised, but they do go by very quickly. I don't know what it was, I think. Maybe it's the April stimulus.
1: It's the stimulus. Ah,
3: yes, you're right. You were so right.
1: Yeah, yeah. I completely I'm forgotten. on Hoodoo I'm on Hoodoo Psychics and um wow the stimulus hit and the phone line on Hoodoo Psychics just that's kept ringing and ringing and ringing that's and ringing and I'm going to have my best month ever. And I'm not trying to brag or say wow I needed that but people needed it and some of the things yeah. they want to buy yeah. are readings. That's you know, that's legit. That, that is totally that makes,
3: legit. makes perfect sense yeah because I was wondering like, there was a sudden flood I usually get booked you know the month event. like April was done it was all booked and then mm-hmm. I got this like a flood of emails like please 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 I really needed reading I really needed natal reading I needed life reading or a solar reading or whatever it is right so, mm-hmm. it at least like 8 emails within like a period of 24 or 48 hours so like, what yeah, is going yeah, yeah. on and so I had to rethink my schedule I usually am just like it's just booked it is what it is but I was like, because of the demand was so high, I went, all right, I should I should open up a couple more. And so April's gonna be a bit, I'm gonna be a bit stretched in April. But it, you know, trying to help people out and trying to give them what they need. I want to say too, like the the setting that aside, uh, always happy to do readings with people. But the Henri Gamache stuff with Anne's Light Men, I was there when you were doing the research on this. I remember you talking me through it. And my mind was just blown. This is not a minor thing, people. This is like a, a massive, massive discovery and very important because it tells us a lot about uh, who this person was and their perspective. This is crucial. No book exists in a vacuum. Every book okay. is shaped by the author's perspective, their context, their experiences. And so knowing who Henri Grimache actually was and the perspective makes a huge, huge amount of deal for anyone who's trying to recreate her methods, recreate mm-hmm. the candle work, the psalm work, all that stuff that work around the evil eye. So I'm very, very excited um, about the upcoming book and I'm very excited about uh, Henri Gomash in general. He's, he's, in my opinion, one of the more interesting writers of the twenty of the past century. Um, well, quite you know, the credit they deserve.
1: I, I have to say, it's still hard for me to do that gender change in my mind. Yes, it is. Because as old as you are, I've known Henri Gamache since I was in my teens. It's always yep. been Henri Gamache. You know what I mean? Right. I, I spent years researching everyone with the last name Gamache. I mean, I went, I went yeah. – Everywhere looking for with every telephone book, every town I'd go. Is there anyone named Gamache? And of course there were, but they weren't Enrique Gamash. And then when when I finally found this link to someone named Henry Marsh, I was like, Oh my God! Now I've got to look for Henry Marsh, right? <laughs> and I'm looking in years of looking for Henry Marsh. And then I found, you know, as as the um, digitization of the copyright uh, notices. Was finally getting online, and I got to thank Google for that. Google Books, they really uh, contributed. Library of Congress, everybody's contributed, but but the, but the but once those went up, and there were people trying to digitize them privately on their own, and you find these little links and little things, but you never found it all. And finally, when I found that Henry Marsh, which was a pseudonym of Henri Gamache. Was a pseudonym of Ann Fleitman. I'm like, oh my God. Yep. I mean, yep. it was just like my mind. <laughs> went, but see, then re- I knew. This is real
3: detective work right here. And this right. is like this is Then the story I knew. In
1: mine. Right. Then I knew that what Ed Kay had said was that it was a Jewish woman was the truth. Mm-hmm. Ed yep. Kay had told me that, and I went, oh my God. Of course he knew. I mean, he knew it was a Jewish woman. And it was so kind of him to tell me that because in doing that, he basically blew off his dad's copyright claims, which were false copyright claims, that after she had died, his dad claimed that he was – it was uh, a pseudonym of himself. But it wasn't. It wasn't. And Ah. so – and Ed Kay, you know, had the – had the decency to say, no, it was a Jewish woman, but I don't remember her name because I was just a child, but he was right. It was a Jewish woman. So it's yeah, cool there's one. a, really is. That, this is a whole, I mean, I, I'm so sorry that I missed her because I searched for her so hard. Do you know, I mean, I was within a half a mile of her house many, many, many times.
3: Oh, wow. It's like,
1: you know, I, uh, you know, cause I, I, it was just like, man, I just missed her, but I can, it's like I can just see her like wandering around and what she did, who she knew. Man, Ann Flightman, what a a person. And I'm going to tell you something else, all you who are listening. At Wikipedia, there's an entry for Henri Gamache, which I started, I think, you know, or one of my friends did. And they have this thing called Disputed Identity. And it says in 2013, yeah, yeah. It says in 2013, Catherine Ironwood claimed this. And I had pointed to my web page where I gave all the evidence, including all the, the um, photographs of the copyright stuff. I mean, I laid it all out for everyone in 2013, and they deleted it from Wikipedia saying it was not an authorized source. I right? know they did. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah,
3: they did. This, so I now, hate this part since, of Wikipedia.
1: I know. So, so since then, I have printed it in many books. So all y'all who like me, go find one of the six or seven yes. books that mentions Anne Flightman, like like Black and White Magic of Marie LeBeau, and put that in as a source and stop this stupid disputed identity because it's not yep. disputed. You know, yeah. I talked to yeah. her a daughter-in-law. Her daughter-in-law said, oh, yeah, yeah, she's the one. I mean, you know, so it wasn't like um, – you know what I'm saying? It it was just hidden, but it wasn't disputed. It was never right, disputed. Right, so right. Um, anyway, I just have to say, and she is not the same as Louis de Claremont, and there's a whole lot of reasons I can prove it, but she just isn't. So yeah, but it's hard for me to call it a her. Every time I say Henri Gamache, I always think a, a him.
2: You know? Yeah, I
3: make a, it's a conscious, like I have to like tell myself in my aunt her. Yeah. It's
2: you,
1: like, Henri Gamache, you
3: know, it's Henri like, Gamache, Henri Gamache. Like,
1: it's like having a really good friend have a sex change operation, you know?
3: But recovering her identity here is not, <laughs> is not a small feat in any way, shape, or form. I mean, this is massive. And, and I think there's something quite beautiful of, of, of Anne Fleitman getting the credit she really richly deserves after all
2: these yeah. years. Because yeah. he was so, such
3: crucial texts right? Absolutely crucial. And we mm-hmm. never knew who it was. And now we did, thanks to your detective work. I mean, Taurus, is, y'all, we all make fantastic detectives for this very reason. You, you traced her through time and were able to find out who she actually was. And I think that's phenomenal. So I, when I say this is not a minor discovery, it's actually a massive, massive discovery. <laughs> and the other thing is that it also starts to make sense. When you read her books, certain things click. Right, certain things are now mm-hmm. making far more sense. You go, know, of course, she's she was raised in a particular time period, she was raised in a particular culture. That's of course she knows about the evil eye.
1: the exactly.
0: eye This is her
3: culture. She grew up with the evil eye.
1: Right, I know. It's so. It's so. Um, you know, it's one of those. It all made sense types of things. You yep. know, it's like yep. I felt the same way that when I found out that the the novelist George Sand was a woman. I'm like. Well, 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 why didn't you tell me? <laughs> but, of course, everybody <laughs> knew. <laughs> so the generation after us will all grow up knowing that Henri Gamache is a woman named Anne Fleitman. But yeah, oh, yes. thanks for mentioning it. So, But we're going to go into that. This is the book where we're actually going to really substantiate it and, and um, not just Cat Says. But, you know, I'm going to put in all the little pictures, that, you know, the steps in the chain that prove it. Oh, perfect. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Phew. All right. Well, that was <laughs> that was the cycle. Let's say <laughs> hi to our guest. All right. How are you, Lady Muse?
3: Well, welcome,
2: welcome,
4: I am too... Well, hello. Hello, hello. And I am doing wonderful. Miss Cat. thanks for asking. Thanks for asking. We've been quite busy on this end as well. Um, working on our visual candle line, um, our seven-day visuals, and they are so beautiful. I'm, I'm definitely um happy and um thankful and grateful, always humble, you know, as, as what as to what uh God is doing and the doors that are being opened for us. Yeah, so we have now have the seven day visuals in every color and guess what, Miss Kat? The reversibles have the black on the top.
1: Oh my gosh this is this is so interesting that you have followed down and pursued this because I know you're a very good craftsperson, and um to see you taking off into the vigil candle world is so good, I feel really great about it because i'm gonna i'm gonna just brag about a couple of my students and a couple of my friends okay um okay. when I have uh, students who I guess, you know, graduate from my course and pursue having a store, I'm so proud of them. When they pursue actually Mm -hmm. becoming a supplier to the greater hoodoo community, I want to throw all of my backing behind them. I'm not going to say that there are other big companies that make visual candles that, hey, they're bad, but why would I give my money, and this is to all of y'all, why would you give your money to a company that is not, you know, from the community. And right, yeah. so um, your vigil candle line is like such a revelation. And I felt the same way, by the way, and I'm going to say this with um, uh, Clayton and Mama E and Transcendent Candles when they came out with their line of figural candles. It's the same feeling like, wow, I can give my money to somebody who comes from where I'm coming from, right? Mm-hmm. So, Yeah. So, Lady and, you should, and all power and, to uh, you. You really are, you're really blowing people's minds with this one. And I'm going to take just a tiny, tiny moment to say about the blue. All right. Can I just mention the blue? <laughs> yes, ma'am. Yes,
4: ma'am. yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am.
1: All right. Yes, ma'am. So when okay. I was young, a visual, a visual candles and jumbos and, and six-inch household and a, and a, a four-inch altar light or chime candle or whatever you want to call it. All of those came in all the colors of the rainbow. And blue was a light blue, but there was also an indigo because you wanted to have all the colors that go with the, um, Mm. you know, signs of the zodiac and, you know, the the Mm -hmm, whole thing. mm -hmm. In 1976, when it was the bicentennial of the U.S., everyone went into this red, white, and blue thing. And they were changing um, the logos, and they were, I mean, all sorts of things changed subtly. Colors that had been one color of blue became this darker blue to look like an American flag. Everyone wanted to, they shifted their logos, and the candles shifted their colors. And they made a darker blue called Patriot Blue. Well, obviously, Patriot, that meant they were trying to show how patriotic they were. Mm -hmm. But when they did that, rather than add that to the beautiful light-colored healing blue, you know, the the beautiful robin's egg blue, that beautiful periwinkle blue. No, they, they ditched that color. And then they had this almost navy blue, which they called Patriot Blue. And that meant that all the healing candles suddenly were this darker blue. Now, if you go back and read the older books on, um, well, my book, um, the uh, Art of Food of Camel Ma- Magic has a, in the back a reprint of a book by Mikhail Strabo, whose real, <laughs> whose real name was Mr. Steiner. Everybody's got another name in this business. Um, he talks about two colors of blue, light blue and dark blue, and he talks about the dark blue having the blues and feeling sad, and the indigo, and it goes with Saturn and all that. So he knew two colors of blue back in the... 30s when, and 40s when he was writing. I knew two colors of blue in the 60s. When Lady Muse, when she went into the candle business, I said, oh, please, please give us back <laughs> that blue that was taken away from us in 1976. And she did it. The healing oh, blue is back. And what a difference it's going to make. Now, I'm going to also tell her, keep the indigo blue, because we need that.
2: You know, we need right. indigo
1: blue for Saturn and for, you know, Capricorn and all that. You know, that indigo blue. And we need that too. But Our Lady of Grace, Our Lady of Grace ain't supposed to be indigo blue or patriot blue or <laughs> navy blue. Our Lady of Grace is Our Lady of Grace blue. It's it's sky blue, it's healing blue. So, mm. Lady Muse listened. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You have reclaimed something that was lost to us. So, thank you.
3: Um, and we should know yeah, I mean, that we're, we're we're super polite about it, but the reality is that candles you know, quality has decreased over the years. So finding people who are making quality candles is so crucial for a community. You have a choice: big, big corporate company making candles that, over the years, their candles have decreased over you know in quality, or these fantastic mom and pop, homegrown companies like Lady Muses that give you quality candles, but are also spiritually connected to the community itself. So kudos to you, Lady News.
4: Well, thank you. Thanks, guys. I appreciate that. That was very encouraging. Ms. Cat. you know I learned from the best. I um, mm-hmm. appreciate all that you taught me and you and the elders and Kanjiman Ali. I mean, you guys have always uh, been in my corner and um, encouraged me to push forward. So I do appreciate Nagashiva, all you guys. I, I really appreciate you guys and the the wisdom. That you imparted yeah. into
1: my spirit. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you, but see, thank you because you've taken on a big load too. Mm. You're going to be one of the people who carries this onward, right? And well, you know I, why that. and how and and where it comes from. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah. And we put, we put we love need... in everything <laughs> <On certain laughs> well, days, we day. We're gonna we're gonna spread the word we're going to spread the word about your candles because there's going to be people once they get it, once they see it, once they understand it, they're going to be, "Yeah, why was I using like indigo for our lady of grace? I don't even get that. It didn't make no sense." Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, we're yeah, you're you're a you're a practitioner, you're a creator, you're a maker, you're a businesswoman. You got it. All right, and we are here to discuss your topic, which is opening the roads to success, which we're helping mm-hmm. and hoping for all of us, all of us here who um, come to this radio show, and especially those in the chat. We all know who we are. We are, um, we are really most people in the chat room, and anyone can join us. You all can come and join us, but so many people who join us in the chat are people who are professionals in hoodoo. So uh, I'm so happy when you ever are here and you have your own radio show too. Tell us a moment about your radio show and then we'll get to the topic.
4: Oh, yes, we're we're on Spreaker Radio. It's called the Blue Flag Root Radio Show and uh, we chose Blue Flag Root because Blue Flag is one of the uh herbs the root herbs that we put in money jar incense. And um because the show is on Friday, it kind of Went hand in hand, and the show is about uplifting and empowering those who who are in need. And uh, we have a lot of fun on the show. We do have our topics of discussions, and we do give out a free spell, you know. And every now and then, we do have some people on the show. We have Miss cat on the show not too long ago. And we're looking forward to having her come back on the, again to talk about her. Am I letting the cat out the back too so soon? The books, bubble <laughs> <laughs> But well, she got some new stuff coming, and we're looking forward to to, uh, to uh, learning more about it. I'm gonna let the cat out of the bag too soon, and uh but yes, so um, that is what we have going on. You can find us on Spreaker Radio, uh Blue Flag Group Radio show. We also also have it on Facebook. You can look us up, subscribe, but like, don't forget to hit the like button now. Hit the like button, and uh mm-hmm. get the link where we're on.
1: Yes, that's wonderful. Wonderful. All right. Well, um, I'm just I'm just so happy to see these candles, I'm telling you. Whoa, I've been waiting <laughs> I've been waiting <laughs> for been waiting forty years. <laughs> I, I tried I tried to I tried to right. photo. Um, you
2: know, I don't Let's, know let's it, talk I, about
1: <laughs> let's talk about opening the roads to success. All, okay. right? all right. Um I'm just gonna give the little quick introduction. We all know what success is. We know what road opening is. And so what this is what we're going to talk about real here is some spells, some ways to work, that open your roads that lead you mm. to success. So you don't go down the little byways and end up in the quicksand, or you don't end up in the sand trap or you don't end up in the muddy river and you don't end up in the shrubbery, you just stay on the road to success. So um, take it away, lady Muse, and you tell all.
4: Oh, okay well opening the roads to success this is this is about enlarging your territory You have to get in position. We often talk about road opening and um, um, what can hinder us and what's blocking us, but what I wanted to talk about was getting in position because a lot of times we are not in position to receive our blessings. We may say, oh, I want to be married, but we're not in position to be married. We still got to get ourselves together. Would you date yourself? Would you marry yourself? You got to ask yourself these questions. You know, I want to make money, but you don't want to get up and go look for a job, or you don't want to take the steps to start your business. So you've got to get yourself in position, and that's what I wanted to talk about. Many people suffer from hindrances and blockages in their efforts to grow and be successful, simply because they are not in position to receive their blessings. There is an old saying that we often hear, which is, every time I take one step forward, I take two steps back. Well, Mm -hmm. once we identify this horrible pattern, we must immediately take action to change it. The first step is to reword that saying, Start claiming the victory. In other words, how about saying every time I take one step forward, I accumulate new territory. Yes, it begins within your subconscious. Changing the way you think will change the things that you speak into existence. If you desire to be successful in your endeavors, whether it is your career, your health, your love life, your education, your own business. Whatever your endeavors may be, it is important to vibrate on the right frequency and be in position to receive your blessings. Remember, the energy that you put out is what you get back. Positioning yourself for success not only includes being in the right frame of mind, it also includes getting rid of old things that clutter your life. positive growth. In our culture, we are taught that if you want a new wardrobe, then clean out your closet. Give away clothes. Give away your old clothes. Before you put on perfume, take a bath or a shower. You don't want to put perfume on a stinky body. All it does is enhance the stink. So yes, clear out the old to open the way for the new. If you want new love, that old love. You don't want to drag old baggages into your new relationship. Collect yourself and leave those past hurts and pains in the water so that you won't sabotage your blessing. You have to be in position to receive. If you want to start your own business, on the job, study that position and sweeten up your boss and those who oversee decision making. Honey jar, there you go. Show them your work. Whatever area in your life that is in need of forward movement, get yourself in position to receive what you're asking for. If you are not in position, then you just might miss out on what you have. Prepared. Stay ready so you don't have to get ready. Proper planning prevents what? Piss for performance. Now, I have noticed and that many people don't understand that our spiritual practices are a part of everyday life. Some people don't realize that they must continue to raise their vibrations with prayer and work on a regular basis. Prayer and root work is always in order. They go hand in hand. John 2.14 says, faith without works is dead. Developing a regular routine can assist you in accomplishing your goals. Regular routine rituals such as cleansing baths, attraction baths, feeding and charging your mojo bags and ambulance, wearing your oils and powders, setting your altar lights, studying and mastering your craft. We're never too old to learn. These are all routine rituals that are done to create layers of success and protection. So keep that in mind when things are not moving forward for you. Look at your actions and your non-actions and make the necessary changes to enhance your life for the better. If you want the roads to open, be sure that you are in position to receive. Remember, you dictate your success. So get in position. Ms. Kat, Kandram Ali, back to you.
1: Well, well, I agree with you 100% on that, and especially when it comes to works that people want to do that have a, a practical component in which they, what I call, self-sabotage. They'll say things like, I have a health problem. They call you up as a reader, and they say, is someone throwing for me? Is this why I have a health problem? And you do the reading mm-hmm. and the reading says, no, no one's for throwing for you. You have a health problem. How about we get you fixed up with a doctor and we do some cleansing work and some blessing work and some prayer work and get you fixed up with a doctor. And they'll go one step, two step, and then they'll say, I'm not going to go to no doctor. Well, that's the problem. And that's what what you were just saying create layers of success and protection many times what i find as a reader is that the the key element of success that is missing is the element of the mundane world they may hmm. be able to pray they may be able to create a mojo bag but they can't do the mundane work and there's others who can not pray and they they can't do the mojo, and they hire someone. Well, make me a mojo bag. Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. they don't. They don't go to the doctor or whatever. Maybe they don't ask for the promotion. They, they'll tell you, uh, I want, I want this um, person to come back, which is a form of success. I want this person to come back in my life. Well, my cards say you should communicate. Right. Two of cups. Two of cups. You should communicate. They go. Well, I'm not going to do that. So you have to be in the right position. And um, Papa G said something interesting in the chat. Surrounding themselves with people who drag them down or don't support their dreams, that's another one. Family members who don't support your dreams, you have to just step away from them for a moment and get with the right people who do support your dreams. So it's a combination for me of prayer, petition, root work, and research into practical solutions. What do you think, Conjurman?
3: Yeah, I, I gotta say that when it comes to road-opening work, I would say that road-opening work and uncrossing work are the two types of work that if you're not in the right frame of mind, you'll you'll mess it up. You'll mess it up badly all other forms of work, love work, money work, if you're not in the right frame of mind, you can you still have a good chance of success. You can still fail. Don't get me wrong. That doesn't mean your attitude doesn't matter in the most. But it matters immensely in road-opening work because you end up self-sabotaging. One of the worst cases that I've seen is, not, is a case where a client's roads are blocked, right? And you do road-opening work. But they're unable to shift out of being in that blocked state mentally. And it's almost as if they reimpose those conditions on themselves. The roads are now open. They now have a chance to really reach for success. Years of struggling and everything's gone wrong. Cases where... You know they have to re- reapply for things because their applications get lost uh they have to you know redo things three or four times because things just go wrong. Now you do the road opening work now they've got a chance to really reach for success, but they're unable to make the right move. They're unable to step out of that shadow, so to speak. And so I see this with uh, uncrossing work a lot, and I see this with road-opening work a lot, this, this this self-sabotage component where you uh, reimpose those conditions on yourself. There is no enemy anymore. There's no blocked roads anymore, but you're still stuck because you choose to be stuck. And the other component is, is that road-opening work really comes down to the question of, are you ready to have your roads open? Because you're asking the Lord, you're asking the Lord to come in and remove with dynamite the things that are blocking your way. And sometimes that means that things are going to get a little bit weird. That means that maybe that person who you've been holding on to but really isn't good for you needs to go. And so you need to ask yourself, are you ready? Are you ready to add? And some people aren't. And so there's a lot of times where before you can even do road opening work, there needs to be an element of a self-assessment. This is the reading component. Like, are you ready to get that in? Like, you know, you're, you're asking for this person to come back. You've done road opening work and now you're being told. It's time for you to communicate. Oh, no, I can't do that. I'm not ready to reach out to that person. Okay. <laughs> yes, <laughs> you, were, yes, and yes. you weren't ready for road opening work, right? You go, that part. You, or, you know, client Client, you know, has been out of a job for, for six years, comes to you, their roads are blocked you. All right, I got you. You do this road unblocking work, road opening work, things are looking good. All right, time for you to apply. Oh, well, I'm not ready for that. Right. Okay. So right. got to ask them. <laughs> are you ready for your roads to be open?
1: right Mm -hmm. there's a there's a couple of people in the chat who mentioned uh, uh, cousin joshua says can you all talk about the importance of someone seeing or recognizing the opportunities before them i'm going to say something very quick about that this is one thing that you can go to a reader for ask the reader what are the opportunities that i should be seeing or recognizing but then you got to be ready to listen if you are good Mm -hmm. at recognizing omens yourself well, then you don't need to go to a reader. But many people don't right. see it, the opportunities that are there. Miss Michael said, that's why I tell people to add King Solomon wisdom to prosperity work, to recognize opportunities. That's a really good one. And I also add uh, other fortune, good fortune things as well. Clarity is another one. Papa G. said, also, don't do blockbuster work when you're not ready for things to fall all over the place, places you didn't mm. expect. And yes, this is something yes, real yes. important to talk about. Blockbuster is not a shortcut to road opening. No. Blockbuster not at all. is not a shortcut to road opening. I'm going to say a third yes. time, Blockbuster is not a shortcut what? to road opening. Amen? Yes. No. <laughs> a- 100%. Amen.
3: <laughs> it, the energy of, of, of Blockbuster is so high-powered. Because you're not just kind of taking dynamite to the road. You're not just block It's then meant to supercharge you so that you go rushing forward. So I always uh, 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 talk about blockbuster as you blew a hole in the wall and then you charge. <laughs> That's right. It's, it's very it's well, different. Well, I, I, I think of it. I think
1: of it road opening to me is you know you're cutting a you're cutting a little groove there in the hill to bring the road down to kind of a nice level and you're you know you're yes. paving it and you're putting some bushes on the side and you're opening a road you're you're making a way where there was no way blockbuster you just set the dynamite and let it blast and, and what
3: happens happens
1: what happens happens and, and it, it may not be off. it may not be a road it may come raining down and kill somebody. I'm talking about mm. Blockbuster has an, um, a bit of chaos spilled into it. Yes. Now, when someone yes. says, I'm being blocked, and they want you to unblock them by using Blockbuster, they're actually asking for you to put a, what I would call it, a tentative um, Moment of you know total shuffle like let's throw everything up in the air and see what happens right and it can result in lost friendships it can result in a lost jobs blockbuster is really strong stuff for what it is but you got to be wanting what it is don't don't think that because you don't have a job this year because of COVID and now you want to go to apply for a job don't think someone has you blocked and you need to to use blockbuster to get that job no right. no use road right. opener. Right.
2: All right. Mm
3: Right. Hundred percent. Yeah. They are very. Onyx Rose. Onyx
1: Rose said something in the chat. Onyx Rose said that sounds like blockbuster is sometimes used by the desperate. That's exactly it. These are people who think I can have something stronger rather than just do road opener work. And um, cousin Joshua says it's kind of break glass in case of emergency situation. Mm -hmm. That's it. That's exactly it.
2: Yeah, yeah, and there's um,
1: there's an element of,
3: of blockbuster enemies, being dealing with an enemy. So like if you're if you're not was right just
1: to say that.
4: <laughs> yep. Yeah. Go ahead, go
3: ahead. No, no, you're, we're on the right. We're on the no, no. same wavelength. Please. We'll
4: say hey, yes, sir. Uh huh. Oh, the enemy work Now, when you have enemies in the way that's constantly doing things to hinder your success because you know you do have haters out there. But always remember the enemy doesn't mess with somebody unless they're a threat. So if you have enemies constantly messing with you, obviously you're doing something right. And so mm. if those Enemies are constantly being in their way. That is, you might want to think about your blockbuster. under That's not a road opener. You want to get them out of the way, but you still got to protect things when you do that. So make sure that mm-hmm. your energy is that you're directing the energy properly towards those enemies,
1: known mm-hmm. and unknown, and cover yourself.
2: Yeah, right. Yeah.
1: And and road opener is has more like has an element of blessing in it.
3: Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I would say and also, also they, clarity. Yeah, there's also certain elements where they really blend well together, certain components that blend and certain components that don't. So, for example, I use uh, Blockbuster with things like Run Double Run, Uncrossing, mm-hmm. whereas where with Road Opener, I use Van Van. Road Opener mm-hmm. or Van Van go really well together. Even the smell, you can smell them and they get, they, the smell is copacetic between Van Van and Road Opener, right? And mm-hmm. so you can That's work right. those two together and there's an element of empowerment. There's an element of I'm now willing to take that step forward. Whereas Blockbuster is like, all right, I'm going to push you through the, through the hole I've just blasted here so get ready for it. But both of them require an element of, of preparedness. This is where there is a similarity between them, that don't reach for either of these until you're ready for the answer, right? Because
2: right. sometimes mm-hmm. the answer is
3: not what you're looking for. And this is very crucial. That this is not an instance of sort of uh, where you can, you can micromanage how it will manifest. Of all the root work that we do, road opening and blockbuster are the works that you just can't micromanage. It's not going to appear the way that you expect it always. It's not going to be the way that you – it's going to do its own thing. And so you're going mm-hmm. to have to be a little bit willing to accept that this may open a path that you're not aware of or you're not comfortable with. I've done road-opening work with people, and it's instances where they suddenly like, yeah, I realize I had to get out of that toxic situation. I'd hoped that, you know, you were going were gonna to get promoted. But road-opening mm-hmm. work said, no, you've got to leave that job. And the good news is they end up in a better job with even better pay. But it took that moment right. of them being willing to go, Oh, I thought I was going to get promoted with this root work. No, no. This meant I needed to go. And they were willing right. to follow they were willing to follow the wisdom. They were willing to follow the path that was laid before them. And so there's there's got to be an element of surrender here. This is the probably yeah. the most form of like you like this is the root work you do and then you go, "Lord, I put my trust in you. I know that you will give me what is good for me." That's right.
1: That's right. I want to. I want to jump into a few of the of the, uh, the types of work that's done for road opening. So yeah. a lot of people have been talking in the chat. A combining road opener with crown of success if you want to go yeah. up in your career. Combining road opener with King Solomon wisdom if you have some decisions to make, or with clarity. Uh, combining it with Van Van if you have to leave a situation behind and go to a new situation, and of course you can. Uh, combine road opener with, with prosperity or money house blessing. If you're after money, mm-hmm. you can mm-hmm. combine road opener with love to open your roads to love. In other words, love me or whatever it may be, marriage or whatever. A road opener can be used as a blend or an adjunct to any one of the kind of situations that we normally consider you know, one of the major conditions of life. However, there are other things besides just spiritual supplies and herb-based and root-based and mineral-based products. There are uh, charms and amulets that are used. Skeleton keys are the most commonly used amulet in road-opening work. And now you wonder, because what they open is a door. It's not called door opener, though. (laughs) It's called road opener. But people use those keys because the opener part kind of works. And you can do a blessing of the keys for uh, road openers. Some people will do two keys, one to close the old door and one to open the new. And there's a, a very uh, common one that people use where you just take one key and you put it into sugar and you just turn it uh, repeatedly to open the door. And I have to say something about this because mm-hmm. when, when I say to people, you know how to open the door, they often do it backwards. Yes. Yeah. So close your eyes for a minute, think of the door, it's, on the, it's going to open on the right-hand side, and there's a little bolt that goes in and out, and to open it, you actually go counterclockwise. Not clockwise, that would lock it, right? So think about that and how you're going to turn that, that thing. So we always hear people saying, I know the rule, clockwise for good, counterclockwise for evil, not with road opening. With road opening, <laughs> yeah. it's counterclockwise to open the door. Right yeah. now, yeah. just saying, just saying. That's how it's done. You think about it. Um, so you can do that in sugar, um, and it works very nicely. The key you can um, keep the key on your keychain with your other keys, but that's your special road opener key. So anybody else have another uh, kind of thing that they might use for Road Opener besides, you know, the Road Opener oils and other products like that?
3: Yeah, I love working with uh, crossroads of dirt. So you actually go Mm -hmm. to the crossroads, you get some dirt, and you lay out a crossroads on your altar and then set Mm – candles at each one of the arms of the crossroads dressed with uh, uh, road opener oil and then you put your petition whatever it is right in the center so you symbolically are literally opening up those doors and then you go back to the crossroads and you go to the four corners of that crossroads to really kind of of, of open each pathway so the east the west whatever direction you're you're opening them all up i'm also a huge fan of working with incense and you add just a pinch of saltpeter to that incense to speed up the road opening. It gives it like a nice little blend. It's road opening with just a dash of, of blockbuster, if you will. This mm-hmm. works really, really well if you're stuck. Any type of situation, like let's say you're, you've are you been applying for jobs and you're just not getting them. Let's say you've been doing money drawing, but you're not getting the money that you want. Or you're looking for a doctor or you're trying to lose weight or whatever, and it's just not working out. And you need that. You just need something to kind of energize it, to help you over that threshold, Right. Incense, road opening incense, a pinch of saltpeter. I and mean, the saltpeter will shoot up some beautiful star, sparks, and that will open the road for you, give you that energy to kind of go for that threshold or that bump.
1: How about you, right. Lady Muse? What, what what kind of road opener um, tools and tricks do you want to suggest? Well, you know,
4: there's. um I'm not going to get into the. Uh our special, uh, ritual at the end, but there are things that you can use such as the matters of success you using your road opening mm-hmm. work. I do like the key, the key method that was mentioned. And, um, there's a herb called Abre Camino that can be used in your road opening mixes that can, um, boost it a little bit. Um, and abre Camino stands for road opening uh, for those of you mm-hmm. know. Um, and, um, yeah, so there's various different things that you can do. You know, I, I did like the mm-hmm. the uh, going to the crossroad Man almost is all over my ritual, but that's okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
4: that's okay with well, that north, south, east, and west. We're be bringing it together. Yes, yes, yes. Well, you know, there's. <laughs> I, I, I'm
1: going to I'm going to jump in here for all the people who are not herbalists. Abra Camino mm-hmm. is a Spanish language uh, name for a a kind of um, herb that more commonly in English is known as um, bone set or thorough wart. So same herb. There's different species, and th- these are an herb in which the um, the stem goes through the leaf. Uh, it, it's like the leaf embraces the stem, and so it it opens the road. It, it, so you could find it in under the English name. You don't have to go to a Latino specialty shop. That just happens to be the Spanish name for it. Um, the other thing I was going to say was about. Um, Turn to the east, turn to the west, whatever. There are many ways to do this. Some people will start at the east where the sun rises, go to the south at noon, the west at sunset, and the north for the uh, night. Um, There are people who will only work facing the east when they want a road opening. There are some people who will, and I think someone mentioned this in the chat, and I'm sorry I didn't catch your name. it scrolled right by. Use Google Earth um, and Google Maps and uh street view and things like that to um open a road i have done this with um google street view you know you get that little arrow it's right there on the road right and you just press that arrow bang you're down the road bang 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 down the road and um you can find yourself mentally traveling to the place you want to go to take you know Um, start a few miles away and travel on your screen. It's really an interesting exercise, and you learn a lot about where you're going, even if you never go there in person. But that road that you're opening for a client might be, for instance, they want a job at, oh, you know, some factory, or they want a job at some uh, company's headquarters. So you're going to go from their house, where they are, down using Google Street View, go down to where they want the job, and you're going to travel that road for and with them and uh it's a good way to work. Another way to work is to put a map on your altar and work with a map and um p- people you know drawing literally drawing the line from where you are to where you want to go. I want to open my road to own my own home in such and such a suburb of of you know whatever. Charlotte, North Carolina, and you just, you know, you just go, I want to be in that neighborhood. You draw a circle, and you draw from where you are, and you're going to just, and you can go down that road. So there's many ways to work with symbolic road opening, and, Mm -hmm. you know, find your way forward.
4: Can also get dirt. I, when you said to um, have a map or, 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 or uh, of the place that you're trying to go, you can also get dirt if you want to move somewhere and you know someone that lives in that area. Have them uh, send you some dirt from that area, or go get it yourself. Use that for your altar so that the way can be open for you to get there. So yeah, I like That's all right.
1: that. That's right. And 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 you don't and you don't even just need to get it from one place um, if you want to move to a you know, a certain town, you can get it from several places around the border of that town. If you want to move to one neighborhood or one school district, you find out the map of that school district and you go and you just pick up dirt from around that school district and around the school and you say, now I want to be uh, in this school district with my child or whatever it may be. Yeah, and then that dirt can be used the same way I mentioned with the key in sugar. You can now turn your key in that dirt, and that is something that um, what a contraband was talking about was four candles. You can put that dirt at the center along with your petition. Petition on the altar, bowl, and then the dirt, and then now you've got the key stuck up in mm-hmm. that dirt and turn that key. Open my roads to get me into such and such a school district. Yes. So success can be many things. We're talking about opening roads to success, but specific forms of success uh, require their own little wrinkles, I guess, their own little ways of being. And um, Mm -hmm. so I like to, for instance, if we want to have academic success, I would always Mm -hmm. add bay leaves because bay leaves are for wisdom, right? right? If we wanted to have success in love, I would add rose petals or rose buds. If we wanted to have, uh, you know, success in uh, business, I might add, you know, some five-finger grass or something, you know, that would be a good uh, business-type herb. Uh, I always recommend that people research these things. And I'm going to call out again uh, the web page Hoodoo at a Glance. And it says... Mm -hmm. um, luckymojo.com forward slash dot html that page is your shortcut to what the herbs are used for okay and you'll you don't you can get my book of course to urban magic and you'll find hundreds of spells in it at that web page it's kind of your index and you'll be able to find which herbs are right for which condition
3: I think the the crucial component here and something that this is something that Nagashiba mentioned is the ability to envision what success looks like. This can be hard to do when you're in a stuck position. So before you do this work, I do tell people to take the time to write their petition out very seriously as what they're actually looking for. And so a little bit of clarity work. If you want to start by first lighting a white candle with a little bit of clarity oil and then writing down by light of that, what you are seeking? What does success look for, look like? Does that mean making a certain amount of money? Does that mean feeling financially secure? Or does that mean emotionally emotionally fulfilled in a particular job? List all of that out so that it is clear what you want, and that's part of what you will envision in your road opening work. So there is a sort of precursor here sometimes, and that involves an element of clarity, figuring it out what you want to do and this can act as a sort of mapping. Nagashiva mentioned this and I think it's really, really crucial. Take that time to figure out what you want. Don't just don't, just, don't, don't immediately reach for road opening. Start with a little bit of clarity first.
1: Right. Mm-hmm. That's right. Always make sure you know what success looks like to you and there's a difference between a high paying job and money in the bank. Do you want one? Yep. The other? Do you want both? Those are things that a lot of times when working with clients, I find they haven't thought this through. They got the high-paying job, but now they've got all the bills, right? So we, we want to work for the money in the bank, right? And then there's people who have a low-paying job, but they've got a ton of money in the bank. So the do, two don't go together, and success can look different to different people. For one person, success may be just being able to get pregnant at the age of 42, that's success for them. So these things are different for each person. There's no one big, you know, the guy with the big Cadillac and the and the big cigar. Right. That's not what it's about. That's not what success mm-hmm. means to everybody. To so some person, success may be, you know, just being able to get a second little Yorkshire Terrier, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, you got to define
4: what your success is. <laughs>
2: Yeah, right. Find right. And once you
3: define it, you can then find the path that leads to there. So it's a bit of a exactly. sort of map, finding the road component to this. Mm-hmm.
1: So Onyx Rose asked the question, do you discover what herbs generally do based on what they look like, their growing habits, et cetera? Honey, that's a subject for a whole other show, but yes, <laughs> y- yes. And also their medical uses and also uh, historical. Beliefs and cultural beliefs about them in their native origin sites where they first grew. Always look back to where they first grew. So yeah. And Evan says Evan Lionheart says doctrine of signatures. That's a good one too. Well, that would be another um, another uh, subject for another time. (laughs) And if you read my book Who to Urban Root Magic, you'll find out I discussed a little bit of that. All right. Well, I hope that success will be. Uh, forthcoming for everyone I hope this is a more successful year for everyone than we had this last year it looks like we've got a lot of new beginnings a lot of mountains to climb and a lot of ways okay. to open
2: yeah. ah.
1: and there's that music I love the Memphis drug band I tell you that's from their song Stealing, Stealin', yep. Stealin'. All right. (laughs) Somebody's going to go and going to go play the whole Memphis Jug Band after this show is over. Take it away, Evan. (laughs) You got it. Stay tuned. The Lucky
0: Mojo Hoodoo Root Work Hour with your host, Catherine Ironwood, Conjurman, and this week's very special guest, Lady Muse, will be right back. Support for this program is provided by the Lucky Mojo Curio Company in Forestville, California, and located online at luckymojo.com. And by the Association of Independent Readers and Root Workers, AIR, a directory of ethical and authentic condor practitioners located online at readersandrootworkers.org. And by Hoodoo Psychics, the first psychic line run entirely by Hoodoo practitioners. Receive a reading with a trusted root worker instantly. Call 1-888-4HOODOO or visit hoodoopsychics.com. And by the Crystal Silence League a free online prayer service of the Association of Independent Spiritual Churches, located online at org. Now it's time to go to the phone and talk to our client. And our client is calling from area code 631 from New York, and it goes by the name of Trinity. Trinity, are you there? I am. Excellent. Thank you so much for joining us. And it appears... As per your questionnaire, it doesn't appear that you've had a reading with either our host or our guest. Is that correct? Uh,
1: Not on this, but I have had um, a reading with Conjure before.
0: I see. Thank you for clarifying. And it appears Trinity writes, I am very concerned about a practitioner in my community that I considered a friend. I feel they are abusive, egotistical, and I've already caught them in lies and manipulations of not only myself but other practitioners new and experienced alike. Now, someone has died, and they're claiming magical responsibility. It's getting out of control. What have I done? Wait, sorry, while I have done some work on reducing influence, I'm not sure it was enough. Do I continue to give it time or keep working on protecting my community from her? Turning it over to you, Ms. Kat.
1: Whoa, Trinity. Yeah. That yeah. is a serious issue. And... Um, you're not the only one who's experiencing this. it's being experienced different places in the country and um you know I'm gonna say that the the covid pandemic has to me, it seems, and I, maybe I can get a witness on this, created more of this than there used to be before. And always, it's always been there. But nowadays, people have nothing to do but gossip and nothing to do but boast. And there is a lot of this, um, oh, I, I guess you could call it fraudulent claiming of influence. But even more so, this fraudulent claiming of death spell, whoa. I mean, it's been really going around, and I've seen it. I don't know that I know. I don't believe I know the person you mean. Do you think I do know that person, Trinity? I don't think so. And, you know, at the same time, while I feel like a fraudulent, like claiming it's fraudulent, I've also seen them perform it because it's online. And so Mm -hmm. while I think it's not hard to push an addict into the grave, when you want Mm -hmm. someone to just be, be quiet, you don't have mm-hmm. to also your feet under, and so I'm just like, what do I do? Do I just do what I did and wait? Right, I, 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 I hear you. I hear you. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna speak to this, and then I'm gonna do a little card reading too. But I'm gonna speak to this for just a moment. The idea yeah. that a magician is powerful insofar as they can change things, and the greatest change you can do is death at a distance. Now, that's stupid because, you know, a greater change would be birth at a distance. I mean, the Archangel Gabriel is more powerful than somebody who uh, sees that an addict dies of an overdose. You see what I'm saying? The Archangel Gabriel had Sarah give, give birth to a child at the age of 90. So, you know what I'm saying? power is can be found in in creation as well as in destruction but it's always easy to destroy things and claim that you had the power to do it as i used to say when i lived on the farm and and you know took part in the slaughter of animals by witnessing and then you know packaging the meat and all um it's always easy to just disassemble a living being and it's very easy mm-hmm. to do but it's not as easy to create a living being and nurture a living being so as long as the idea of manufactured controversy me against those frauds or those frauds against me or I'm a more powerful you know whatever practitioner that they are that's that's mm. a big thing on social media oh, all you all you know scumbags get away from me don't you you know it's boasting it's bragging it's it's just this attitude that has taken over the internet um it i mean it was always around, but not not the way it is now it you just got to trust me on this one it has things have changed, so the question is and i've done i've said my preaching, but um so the question is you've done some work on reducing influence, but you're not sure it was enough. Do you continue to give it time or, um or keep working on protecting the community from her number one, number two, number three, and I have whoa three really interesting cards. Number one is the Queen of Swords. You're still going to have to cut her away. The Queen of Swords shows, um, of course, a queen on a throne holding a sword saying, come here, I'll help, I'm nice. I've got little prayer beads on my left wrist, it's okay. And she's got a sword. Don't you dare move in on me. I've got my sword up to protect my community. So she has a single bird overhead, and that means a lot of this you're going to have to do on your own keep your mm-hmm. own counsel. Don't don't work with a with a helper. Keep your own counsel and and you are gonna to have to do protection work, but you're also gonna to have to do work literally to cut and clear her away. Mm-hmm. Second card, and you're not gonna like this card. That's why I went, Ugh Second card is the devil. Mhm. So this tells me this person you haven't even begun to tell us how evil this person is, but I now know. This mm-hmm. person is actually it's not just manipulation. They're trying to bind other people's energy. You know what I'm saying? They're they're yeah. trying to um uh get other people locked up in their little um cult of personality we could call it. Uh this mm-hmm. is not a good person. Now they feel <laughs> that that they are powerful, obviously. But when you see the card of the devil, you know it's it's hard to get people to leave the devil because they cause they think they're chained in you know they think I've seen people do this where they say well um, such and such a person I went to them for help when my my relative was sick and they saved my relative's life so now I owe them allegiance for the rest of my life but now this person is coming after them for sexual favors or worse right and they're like but I can't say no because then my loved one might die. Right. So mm-hmm. these are people who are actually abusers of power. In other words, not just misguided egotists, um, but this person is as bad as you described, but is she's worse than you described is what this card tells me. All right. All right. Just saying. Yeah. I mean, you you might have wanted to be polite, but I'm saying this, this yeah. person... <laughs> <laughs> this person is pretty bad and it's more than just fraud to get a little bit of money it's more than manipulation just to get a couple of you know fans hanging around her and kneeling at her feet it, she really has um a um sociopathic attitude okay card number uh, 3 is the card of victory 6 of wands you can win but only by dethroning her the the little uh, Bay laurel leaf crown on the pole is the crown that got knocked off the opponent. So you're going to keep this up for a while. I really would keep it up for a while. Use bay laurel leaves to protect yourself. Bay leaves give you a form of invisibility. You probably will make a lot of people happy uh, when you do this. Those are the people who need the help. That's what I, my reading on it. Um, let's see what Lady Muse has to say. Well, hello you.
4: there. How are you?
1: Hi. I'm I'm hanging now in there.
4: I'm, well hang in there, girl. Hang in there. Um I am in total agreement with Miss Kat. As she was um running the cars, I was also laying the cars down and I got a couple cars that she got. Okay. Now the first card I got okay. is the Nine of Cups. This is an individual that was emotionally attached to you as well. I, I I see that this was a friend before. I did get the letter A in this card. I'm not sure if this person's name starts with the A or something surrounding mm. this person starts with an A. Okay. Um, the yes. next card I got is the. It does. It does. Okay. The name starts with A. Wait a minute. Hold on. Hold I got.
1: I'm sorry. Did you say A as the first letter of the alphabet?
4: Uh, a is an apple.
1: Okay, gotcha. Thank, Thank you for the letter of her last name. So
4: yeah. Her last name. Okay, there you go. It's her last name. All right. So I did get the strength card. This, and, and it's showing an individual that has a strong hold on the situation. The nine of wands, behind it, followed by the three of cups. So they are acting on emotion. Okay, they're emotionally unbalanced. I got the double card. This is the reason why I feel like they're acting on emotion and they're emotionally imbalanced. The devil card is also a card in this cat does. Um I did get the mm-hmm. ten of wands. They're putting people in an oppressive situation. In my deck, the ten it has ten wands over top of a yin yang symbol. The crisscross of the wands it reminds me of an old style. Uh, Western-style jail cell window. So they put, they are putting people in bondage with the work that they're doing and the mental games that they're playing, okay? So I did get the Seven of Swords, and it shows uh, the mm-hmm. swords they're chopping off the heads and the arms. This is really not a good person. The Seven of Cups, which is an illusion of success, meaning they're selling a dream to people, and also they are um, making themselves bigger than what they see. Okay, uh, somebody that's going to do rituals like that, they're not going to sit up and brag about it. That's just not what happens. okay? I did get Mm -hmm. the father of wands, the daggers are pointing in the no position in answer to your question as, did you do enough? So you need to add more protection, layers of protection. Contra man often talks about adding layers to your protection. I did get the the alchemy card, I'm sorry, and around the alchemy card, there's a yin-yang symbol, and it shows, like, this white milky substance, okay, that's around it. So this is, this is showing me, this is the protection that the spirits are talking about. You need to surround yourself with protection, okay? Put things around your home, wear your amulet, create layers. I did get the eight of wands moving quickly, so don't waste no time. Get in gear. And the last card mm-hmm. I got was the six of wands, just like this cat that you
1: can have the victory okay wow. thank you get going so we both ended with the six of wands yes, very very interesting that's fascinating mm-hmm. yeah. all right now i'm going to say something here um, before we turn this over to contraband for him to do some um, root work for you be cautious be careful because there's a lot going on in these cards And um, Lady Muse pulled the devil, just like I did too. So when you get the devil card, you know this person ain't playing. This is not playing, okay? This is serious. Mm -hmm. And um, if you need any help with another, you know, with some, uh, you know, other readings or private stuff, you might want to call on you know assistance if you need it, but I know I know who yeah. you are, and I know you to be accomplished. So I think you can do it by yourself. But I would say, when I had something like the devil, if I had a Catholic bone in my body, or a Jewish heart in my bosom, I'd call on Archangel Michael.
3: Yeah, you okay. actually you uh, preempted my root work <laughs> right there. I
2: mean, the hoodoo. The... <laughs>
1: The oh, hoodoo psychic art. that you are right there. Great. Yeah, All right, well, let's turn a, it over to Ollie.
3: <laughs> we uh, had a hoodoo psychic moment right there with <laughs> this cat. Totally, <laughs> absolutely. read my mind like 100% to a T. What I want you to do is quite literally get a statue of Saint Michael, get a a statue of Archangel Michael, particularly the one where he's shown that he's casting out the devil. You'll know exactly what I'm talking about. They they make them all the time. He usually has uh, a, a scale in one hand, a sword in the other, and he is quite literally stepping on the devil as he's casting this devil out. You're going to get this and you're going to wash it in a little bit of holy water and you're going to uh, place this on an altar where you're going to do the work. Take a photo of this person, this enemy of yours. Write their name on the back three times. Then cross Mm -hmm. out their eyes, cross out their mouth, and then place, place it out as you're going to make a little small petition packet out of it. Put a pinch of salt. Pray over the salt that it drives out evil, reveals all truth, and decimates all falsehood. You're going to put black pepper to drive out evil. A pinch of blackberry leaves. Blackberry leaves are great for reversing evil. They are believed to be the bush where Satan fell on. So when Satan was cast out of heaven, he fell on a blackberry bush. And so you put a little bit of the blackberry, and you're going to put a pinch of knotweed. You're going to fold this up into a packet. You're going to take red string and bind this packet together so it doesn't fall apart. Okay, are make a nice little square out of this. Place this underneath the statue, but you're going to place it in a way where it is exactly where the devil is. So it looks like the Archangel Michael is actually casting this person out, stepping on this person. So you're associating this is this is a combination of Saint Michael work along with that devil card that we saw. So we're quite literally connecting her with the devil or connecting this individual with the devil. You're gonna place it there. ...so that this person is being stepped on by St. Michael. Um, around this statue, you're going to place four bay leaves. These bay leaves will conceal your work, will hide it from their sight and keep you safe. You're going to take a white candle. Normally we use black candles, but this time I want you to choose white... ...and anoint it with run devil run oil and burn this candle down. Do this regularly... This work should start on uh, uh, Sunday, uh, a day of, of power for angels in particular. You can also do it on Saturday. It should be repeated for seven days straight. And then after that, you should do it at least once a week, lighting that candle. This is to drive out this enemy, to expose them, to reveal their wickedness, to strip them of their power, and to drive them from whatever place of privilege that they have and cast them out into the wilderness. You are then going to set up layers of protection as noted by Lady Muse. The bay leaves are one example of it but you're also going to take a knife. This should be a brand new knife that you go and purchase for this specific incident for a specific issue you're going to take fiery wall of protection oil you are going to anoint this knife as you recite and pray psalm 91 take this knife to your front door bury it with the blade facing out you can stick it right next to your front door the knife will act as a guardian a protector of your home and keep you safe you will, at the same time that you drive this knife into the ground, take nine devil shoestrings, because this will, person is the devil, and so you're going to drive these leading up to your door. So the way that this will look, if you are walking up to your door, you've got one devil shoestring, two devil shoestring, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. And then the tenth item is that knife that is being driven down. You will have literally created wall after wall after wall after wall and then a fiery sword that will guard your doorway and protect you from the wickedness and evil of your enemy. You should note that this is not going to be an easy situation and this will likely result in a sort of maybe a protracted Cold War scenario where you might drive this person out but you're not able to defeat them entirely at some point you're going to need to ask yourself the question are you willing to engage in further spiritual warfare and if the answer is yes then you need to consider all out crossing work all out binding work, all out hot foot work. What I've presented to you is the bare minimum. What you can do to keep yourself and your community safe, strip this person of power, it is not necessarily going to drive them out completely. That's going to be entirely on how much this person is going to fight back and entirely on how much energy you're going to put into this situation. This is my recommendation. Work to bind and drive this person out with the power of the Archangel Michael to cast them out and then protection work for yourself. Let's see if Lady Muse and Miss Cat have anything further to add
1: well i I really like the idea of starting with this and then working your way toward something uh that if you feel if you feel it and you feel you need to yeah. then you're gonna to go to all out spiritual warfare but this person could be um, you need to protect yourself first before you do mm-hmm. any more work now the kind of work you do you could also just start with something like freezing and uh see if that does anything, alum type of stuff, alum and water. But what I'm seeing here is that this person is a lot more serious than your little note presented. Our cards showed yep. this person is, um, I, I'm not going to go so far as to say evil. And run devil run is good. But you know, after run devil run comes damnation, and you can always mm-hmm. go down that path mm-hmm. if you feel the need for it. But you do need to protect yourself every step of the way, because this person is um, capable of harming you, both spiritually and socially. This
3: person is yeah. wicked.
1: Yeah. They're wicked. Yeah. I just yeah to to they're say w- something real quick, real quick.
4: There. Mm-hmm. Remember God, Yeah, good.
1: Amen. All right, well, let's see what happens now with our network schedule announcement and its curly music that kind of has a natural bounce to it.
3: All-time specific, Add 3 Hours for Eastern, sponsored by the Lucky Mojo Curio Company in Forestville, California, and online at luckymojo.com.
0: And now it's time to go to our free spell segment with Lady Muse. Take it away.
4: All right. This is called Enlarge My Territory, Rose of Jericho, Road Opening ritual. Now, if you guys want to see what the Rose of Jericho looks like, Madam Tamita has a very, very wonderful video on YouTube that you can see the Rose of Jericho being resurrected and what it looks like when it's dried out. Okay? Now, this is a a ritual, uh, one of my favorites, that I want to share with you. All right. The time during the waxing moon starting on a Friday and ending on Sunday. The items needed. Road Opening Oil, Lucky Mojo. Magnetic Success Oil, House of Self-Empowerment. Power Oil, Lucky Mojo. Mama Burgess Cleansing gum Crossing Spray, House of Self-Empowerment. A Rose of Jericho, Road Opening Candle with three colors, orange, green, and yellow. One White Candle for Clearing the Way. A Purple Candle for Mastery. A Small Spray Bottle. Rice, White Rice. Red Onion for Luck. Five finger grass for success in all that you touch. Bayberry root chips for success. White pepper for protection. Tascarilla, white eggshell powder for protection. And whole babies for protection. Agrimony to break for Borbena to break jinxes and the evil eyes. Sage for wisdom. Eye price for clarity. And three pieces of candy for the crossroads. All right. This is a good ritual to do right after your springtime cleaning and clutter clearing. To prepare, first, clean your house using cleaning supplies loaded with lemon, such as Clorox with lemon or pine salt with lemon. If you don't have cleaning supplies with lemon, you can always squeeze a tiny bit of lemon juice from a fresh lemon in your cleaning water. Lemon is a cleansing agent that removes negative energy. It is important to pay special attention to places with clutter. Spirits love to hide in clutter. After you have wiped, mopped, swept, and vacuumed, use your Mama Virgin's Cleansing of crossing Spray to spray in each room, starting from the back of the house, and work your way to the front and pay special attention to your work area. Be sure to have your windows and doors open when cleaning because those spirits must have somewhere to go. As you clean your house, you can pray the following prayer. Lord, Purge my home from all negativity, hindering spirits and bad energy. Evil will not live here. Famine will not live here. Hatred will not live here. Sickness will not live here. Poverty will not live here. Loneliness will not live here. I cast you out of my life and back into the abyss. After you have finished cleansing your home, place the bay leaf in the four, in the four corners of each room for protection. Next, draw a triangle on your workspace using a mixture of the castorilla, which is white eggshell powder, mixed with white pepper and powdered bay leaf to protect your ritual. Next, place a three-color orange, green, and yellow road opening candle on the top tip of the triangle, dressed with three drops of rose opening oil. Place your purple candle on the right leg of your triangle dressed with three drops of magnetic success oil. Place your white candle on the left leg of the triangle dressed with a pinch of your verbena and agrimony mixture and three tiny drops of power oil. Remember, less is best, so don't over-dress your stuff. Next, bake or fry your red onion fillings. And then create a powder mixture of the red onion pillows and five finger grass with the bayberry root chips. Also, create a mixture of eye and sage to be used as an incense on a charcoal disc for later. Okay? Then you're going to write your petition. And, and make sure that you are very uh, thorough with your petition. Okay? Dress it with your conditioned oils and a pinch of your bayberry onion and five finger grass powder. Place your petition in the middle of the triangle. Place your white rice on top of your petition. Anoint your rice with three drops of road-opening oil, three drops of magnetic success oil, and three drops of power oil. Why are we using the number three? Because three is one of the numbers for one of the road openers, okay? The deity to protect the roads, all right? So we're using the number three. Place your road of Jericho in the bowl of water that is sitting on top of your bed of rice, which is on top of your petition paper. Light your candles and let it set for 72 hours. During this time, your rice will be charging to you after the 72 hours. During the hour of the sun, each day, on starting on Friday and then Saturday and Sunday, light your mixture of eye bright and sage on a charcoal disc in your instant freezer and pray the following prayer, First Chronicles 4 and 10. Oh, that you would bless me and enlarge my territory. Let your hand be with me and keep me from harm so that I will be free from pain. Thank you, Lord, for granting my request. As this road of Jericho opens, so shall my road of success. On the third day, after midnight, after the 72 hours have passed, your rose of Jericho should have blossomed and the water should be endowed with power. Take a bit of that water and put it in a spray bottle with a pinch of the five-finger grass. Lightly mist now your empowered rice, and be sure not to soak it. You don't want to make soggy rice. Just lightly mist. Less is best. Remember that. Go to a four-way crossroads. Here we go, Contra Man, and toss the rice towards the north, south, <laughs> north, east, south, and west, or Miss Cat told us today that you can even go the opposite way because we're opening up blocks, so it doesn't matter which way you go. You can do it either way, all right? And leave some candy for the guardian of the crossroad as an offering. Now, go home and be successful. There you have it. Kat,
2: come to me and I you.
1: Wow. That was a beautiful wow. ritual. And, and you know, for people who are unfamiliar with Lady Muse, This is the quality of work you always bring to this show. Everything Mm -hmm. thought out, list of ingredients, prayers in hand, scripture in hand. (laughs) Uh, Lady Muse brings it with her when she comes, and I really do appreciate it. That's a great spell, really great spell.
3: It's fantastic. I love
1: the... I love that it has these different elements to
3: it, that you are going out to the crossroads, that you're doing that prayer work. That physical action that combines all these different elements, it's really going to empower that road opening.
1: Yeah, that's that's really wonderful. All right. Well, thank you so much, Lady Muse. Now, I'm just going to put another little word. Remember the Hoodoo Heritage Festival coming up on September 11th, September 12th. It is virtual. It is virtual. You can buy your tickets and watch from anywhere. It's going to be a Zoom conference like we did last year. We will open up the website with some little um, information about what's going to be happening. On April 1st, tickets will go on sale on May 1st. There's yes, there's going to be a goodie box. Trust me. Yes. It is going to be a good goodie box there's going to be all kinds of stuff in the goodie box (laughs) all right all right so um i just want to make sure that everybody knows that uh virtual hoodoo heritage festival is on all right let's take it away let's take it away uh evan and give us our outro (laughs) and we'll all come back and say goodbye
0: Absolutely. Uh, thank you, Ms. Kat, and thank you, Conjure And thank you, Lady Muse, for being our guest this week. Join us next week when our special guest from the Association of Independent Readers and Root Workers will be uh, Ms. Robin. I almost forgot there. But Ms. Robin will be joining us next week for a very special Lucky Mojo Hoodoo Work Hour. This Lucky Mojo Hoodoo Rootwork Hour was brought to you by the Lucky Mojo Hoodoo Company in Forestville, California. You can find Ms. Kat via the Lucky Mojo Forum at forum.luckymojo.com and Conjurman at conjuremanconsulting.com in Mission Viejo, California. I'm your announcer, Evan Lionheart, joining you from EvanLionheart.com in New Jersey. The Lucky Mojo Hooter Rootwork Hour can be heard every week live on Blog Talk Radio at 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern Time, and the shows are available in archive via luckymojo.com forward slash radioshow.html. For all of us at Lucky Mojo, I'd like to thank you for being here and invite you to tune in once again next week at the same time when you will hear the familiar strains of the Memphis Jug Band playing the Jug Band Waltz. Thanks, everybody.
2: Goodbye.
1: Thank you so much, Evan. I have one more little uh, thing to announce. I don't know if it's open to the public, but I believe it is. Dr. Jeremy Weiss is holding a Passover Seder virtually. And it's going to be on uh, the Kabbalah and folk magic and hoodoo uh, in the Jewish Passover. It's going to be a lot of fun. If you've never been to a Jewish Seder, you can attend one virtually. Just check it out at Temple of Miriam, and uh, he will guide you through all the steps, I'm sure. And uh, I guess we'll be with you next week. Good night. All right. Bye-bye. Good, night. Good night. Bye.